0: Hey guys, welcome back it's Pam here the host of Multifamily Mondays what is my title again <laughs> so today's podcast episode is about due diligence and what to worry about when you're about to buy a property or when you're already in escrow so the three main areas that you should really focus on is this the financial aspect of the property and the physical aspect and then the third one is um, the shoot. <laughs> I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> Financial aspect, the physical aspect, and the legal aspect. Those are the three main areas. So I'm gonna do a deep dive further into all of that of what you know what you should consider in your due diligence process. Um, And then I'll I'll add a pseudo fourth one, which is basically if you should manage your own property or find a property manager. And I think that links to one of my previous episodes. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to that, listen to the previous episode on the pros and cons of having a property management versus managing it on your own. Okay, so the first one is about the finances. Um, In general, before you even make an offer, usually you do your own analysis. So here's my number one tip, never Never fully trust, I guess, a pro forma. Um, In the engineering world, what we like to say is trust, but verify. So that's what you need to do. So whenever you receive pro forma numbers, those are projected numbers. You want to make sure you're capturing the current numbers because you're buying into the current situation, you're not buying into the future. I mean, you're gonna invest a long time for the future, but I'm talking about when you're about to pay for the property right now, you really need to see how it's performing at this current time. Is it 50% occupied, 100% occupied? Those are some of the things you really need to know about. So for example, if a broker gave me a package that said, hey, it's 25% occupied, but don't worry, Pam, in a year, it'll be 100%. Well, guess how I'm going to analyze the deal. I'm gonna analyze it to the 25% vacancy, or I mean 25% occupancy, because I'm not at 100% yet. That's gonna affect my cash flow greatly. And if you have partners in this deal, you have to worry about that as well, right? You never wanna start day one running negative. That's the second tip on the financial part. Uh, You also wanna check the bills that you as an owner will have to pay. So are you in charge of the utility bills for the whole property or is it split? And then maybe you just do, or maybe you pay for like the external lights or something to maintain the property. So those are things you need to run numbers on. That's. Called the financial due diligence part some other things that you want to throw in the mix is let's say you plan to have a mortgage on it you're going to get you know a financial lending from a institution like a big bank and where you put 25 to 28 percent or 30 percent down um, and you're financing the rest through them well you want to know what your mortgage is going to be at what interest rate because that's going to eat up your profit so you want to run that scenario as well The other part is you want to throw in property taxes. You want to know what percentage of of the total value of the property becomes your property taxes because you know every year it's going to go up, right? So you want to factor that in. And then another thing that a lot of people often forget about is the insurance policy. And it's often like left until the last minute before you close escrow and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to insure the property. Well. Do it up front so some of the three main companies that i like to shop around with um, there's travelers mercury and state farm to just start off with but there are also insurance brokers that can help you find other policies and other companies that um, might offer a better program or better pricing but those are like the big three that i kind of go to first um, and as the saying goes, you get what you pay for, so make sure you're not just only looking for the cheapest price mark. You want to make sure you're getting the proper coverage. And if you don't know if you are, that's when you need to find a good insurance agent to help you out. But if you have any like simple questions about that, my team and I I can help look at it and, and explain it to you. So you can always email us at info at let's go Now Onward to the physical uh, due diligence portion, obviously, you want to make sure you've visited the site. Never buy something sight unseen. There are plenty of people who have done that. I'm not one of them. But if you're gutsy to do that, power to you. I always go check to make sure the building is still standing. There's four walls, or where, you know, how many buildings there are. Um, If they say there's parking included, I check all of that. So, You can only do a tour when you're in contract. So please do not trespass on the property if you are not in contract yet. But just to give you guys an idea, you want to make sure that the building is there. So if you are not in contract, but you live nearby and just want to scope it out um, to see if the pictures from the package, the marketing package matches what it really looks like right now. Like for example, it's not burnt down or something. Do a drive by. But please do not trespass on the property without permission in a sense of where you have a scheduled appointment to walk through So that's what you want to check out for and some of the so I'll give you the three main areas to look at Um, Aside from the you know the physical Structure you want to make sure there's some visibility of it So you want to think of it from a business perspective if you're a tenant and you want to find a property you don't wanna be winding through roads just to get to your apartment, or you, want, you wanna you want be able to see it, because if you don't see it, then how will you know that there's an apartment complex right there? So visibility plays an important role. Um, and also, you wanna take a look at some of the big structural things, like the roof. You wanna see, if possible, how does it look? Um, these days, there are drones, and so, um, lot of brokers when they're doing their marketing package they'll do kind of like a a drone shot anyway so you can take a look at that picture as well you don't do not climb on it if you're not a specialist Um, but that's something you want to look to because that could cause a lot of money later if you need to repair it or when you buy into it Um, fun tip or fun fact the roof life for a property is generally about 25 years. So that's something you wanna ask the seller of how long have they had it and if they've done any roof replacements because you wanna know what you're buying into and that could be something you need to factor into your capital improvements, whether you do it in year five, year 10 of ownership or maybe the first three years, I've done all that. So um, if you have any questions, let me know. Happy to help answer that part. The other thing you wanna take a look at is sometimes um, just from just from the visual aspects on the physical part is I look at the stairs if there are any, I look at the paint, um, I look at the asphalt if there's parking, and it tells me a lot about the owner and the property management team. Um, there are a lot of people who will put bare minimums into it, and they're known as like slumlords or just super cheap, you know, landlords uh then that's a big red flag right because if you were to inherit or acquire the property you're going to need to put in a lot of work into it but that could be your advantage too so i'm offering two sides of the coin here of how to approach a situation when you're doing your due diligence but notice the asphalt what's the quality like are are they driving through rocks and dirt or broken asphalt to get there it's going to cost a lot to repave Uh, look at the paint on the outside is it chipped Is there mold? Um, You know, are there holes on the wall? (laughs) I've seen some like that. And uh, stairs Um, have the like has the wood been rotted through? Do you see it bulging? Because that could be dangerous for your tenants. And guess what happens when they fall through that? They're gonna sue you first, right? So those are things you want to start thinking about. Um, And then eventually, if if and when you're in contract, which I think you will be soon, when you're buying a property, um, you wanna check the inside of the units. Are there water damage situations? Was there a fire here before? Um, Maybe someone had pets and they uh, really tore up the place. You wanna look for those things, aside from the basics of like the electrical connections and all of that, but that's where your inspector will help you out. You're gonna need to hire a really high quality inspector. Um, And I do not recommend you skimping on this. You want someone good who's gonna point out all the flaws on the property and tell you how to fix it as well. They're not pros at it, but they'll say, hey, you need to bring in a plumbing expert to look at this spot because this could be a water issue in the future. Because when you're buying into it, you need to uncover everything, right? As the saying goes, as I shared in the beginning, is you trust but verify. So trust but verify the numbers, trust but verify the physical inspection as well. You need to uncover all of that because you're going to be dealing with it after you take ownership. Alright, so the third part is the legal aspect of the due diligence. What does that really mean? So generally, what you want to check for, um, and this is in the public records of the county, so you can search for it on your own. Uh, You want to know the zoning laws and the zoning rules. You want to make sure um, that the plot that's identified, the parcel number, actually matches the address because if you're buying a different, like you think you're buying a different property but the number's pointing to another location, you could be getting duped, right? So things like that, Um, and also for zoning laws, I had a question about this the other day, so I'm gonna elaborate more on this video um, because it's not always clear. Sometimes you might plan to build more multifamily units. So it's always good to know what you're buying into. Maybe your property comes with a, like a vacant piece of land nearby. You wanna see if it's zoned for more multiple units Um, or is it zoned for a little mini shopping spot or something like that. You wanna make sure you know what you're buying into in that plot of land. And here's a fun fact. Usually uh, cities are open to rezoning the property. So let's just say you have a vision to buy an apartment complex, but you wanna add like a mom and pop storefront shop as well, plus parking and all of that. You can actually look into the zoning laws to see if that's something you can change as well after you've acquired it and you can turn it into your own business or, or make it creative as how you'd like um the other part that you should be careful of on the legal aspect is um it called entitlements um the easiest way i can explain this because i can go longer but we're not uh is for example driveways sometimes um the entitlements require you to share a driveway with another property that could be a pro or a con i'll give you an example of a property i recently looked at um this was a A storefront property that I was going to convert into multifamily Um, so it was already zoned for that Uh, however the biggest pickle was that the driveway was shared between the property to the left and the property to the right and every Tuesday when it's trash day uh, you need to roll out your trash cans right or um, ask the neighbors if they can open their gate to let us pass through If you can guess what happened, I turned down the deal because number one, ease of access, right? Who's gonna be doing that? Who's gonna be wanting to knock on the gates or the doors of the neighbor's property to say, hey, it's trash day, can I roll my trash can through? um, so that it can get picked up. So needless to say, those are the things that could come into play. Everything else was perfect. We were ready to go. And then we checked on the entitlements of the shared driveway and that was the deal breaker. So that's something you want to look into as well. Let's talk really quickly about an inspection and an appraisal. What's the difference? Um, so if you're getting lending from a financial institution or a bank, they're going to, require an appraisal, which is different from your inspection when you do it. Essentially, it's the same idea, but the bank's doing it on their, you know, they need to do their inspections as well so that they can value the property and give you the right amount for the loan that you need. So that's the biggest difference. But at the same time, it's basically the property is getting checked twice because the bank is, you know, kind of weighing their their risks with you of do they want to invest with you in this property or not? And how much do they want to lend? That's really what an appraisal is for. Whereas when you do your own inspection on the physical um, due diligence, due diligence aspect, you're looking for things that you need to fix or repair so you can go back to the negotiation table with the seller and say, Hey, you know what? You didn't tell us that the roof is falling apart. We now need to come back to renegotiate the sales price. And that's one of the key things of why I always tell people do not skimp on an inspection because it can save you thousands and thousands of dollars um, before you buy the property. So um, on the legal due diligence aspect, um, there's, there's title insurance and usually it's split between owner and seller and paying for it, escrow will help take care of it, but basically Title insurance is ensuring that the title is going to be clean. What does that mean? It means that the seller owns it, you know, free and clear on their own or maybe, you know, uh, with, with the lender as a first trustee or something, but there's no issues with the title when they're about to transfer it to your name as the newer owner. So this is something that escrow will help bring to your attention. If you're working with a broker, You can run the documents by them too, if this is your first time going through a deal, or if you want my team and I to help take a quick look for you, I can do that as well. You get a preliminary title report, and you also get title insurance um, when you open escrow. And so those are the things you wanna check to make sure that all the legalities are there, like the terms, the description of the property, the parcel number that I talked about, that's all spelled out and you're actually buying the property you intend to buy and that you will actually be the rightful owner when you close escrow. And I know there's a lot of moving pieces here, guys, and it can sound overwhelming, this is what excites me. It's fun. It's important to create your own checklist so you don't get lost in the details, right? And you just check it off as you go along and be very diligent about it. Hence the term due diligence, right? So that sums up today's topic about due diligence. If you have any questions, once again, let my team know. Go to my website, let's go com. P.S. dropping a little nugget here. We're dropping a book at um towards the end of this year, and we're in the process of revamping the website, and it's going to be pamscamardo.com, and everything's going to flow under that. So I'll let you know when it's officially done, but till then, go to let's letsgocreatewealth.com or email my team at info at Till then, bye.